Bismillah, salatu wassalamu ala rasulillah, nabiyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. Innal hamdalillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyaati a'malina. Man yahdihillahu fahuwa al-muhtad wa man yudlil falahadiya lah. Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah. وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما اللهم اجعل القرآن حجة لنا لا علينا يا كريم إن شاء الله بإذن الله we are continuing with تفسير جزء تبارك أنت لا إن شاء الله وبستارين سورة المزمل أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها المزمل قم الليل إلا قليلا نصفه أو انقص منه قليلا أو زد عليه ورتل القرآن ترتيلا إِنَّا سَنُلْقِي عَلَيْكَ قَوْلًا ثَقِيلًا إِنَّ نَاشِئَةَ اللَّيْلِ هِيَ أَشَدُّ وَطْأً وَأَقْوَمُ قِيلًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, يَا أَيُّهَا الْمُزَّمِّلِ And he is addressing the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He is addressing the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with an attribute at the time when the revelation came to him. فَأَمُزَّمِّلْ is someone who is wrapped up in their garments. For the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when the revelation first came to him, he saw Jibreel in his true form. وَقَدْ سَدَّ الْأُفُقِ He had blocked the horizon. That's how big Jibreel alayhi salam is. And this is something that only the messengers can bear to see. As Ibn Kathir rahimahullah he said, for when he blocked the horizon and he, and he saw him, he became, subhanAllah, very scared, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he rushed back to his family. He rushed back to Khadija radiallahu anha. And when he reached his home, he said, Zammiluni, Zammiluni. And he wrapped me up in clothes yani, as a means of comfort. Because he, went, he was in a state of shock that he had seen Jibreel for the first time. So he said, Zammiluni, Zammiluni. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here, he addresses him. And he gives him the order to pray and to abandon this state that he is in. Because as we'll say, it is not befitting that someone who is carrying the risala is wrapped up in garments and wants to be comforted. They should be standing up in the night and praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he calls him with this description. He says, Ya ayyuhal muzzammil. And this is a, an affectionate term. When you address someone by the state that they're in, it is an affectionate term. As the Prophet wasallam, when he saw Ali anhu lying in the masjid and the sand had clung to his body, he said, Qum Aba Turab. He called him Aba Turab, the father of dust, because the dust had clung to his body. For when you describe someone with a good description of theirs, a good description or describing them with something, then this is a term of affection amongst the Arabs. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he, he calls him with an attribute of his. He says, Ya ayyuhal muzzammil. And also addressing him with this description, is a gentle way, as we'll come to say, of telling the Prophet ﷺ that you should not be in this state. You should not be wrapped up in your clothes. You should instead be praying and you should be standing up in the night and praying. يَا أَيُّهَا الْمُزَّمِّلُ قُمِ اللَّيْلَ إِلَّا قَلِيلًا For this is an order from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
He says, Ya ayyuhal muzzammil, qumil layla illa qalila. Qumil layl, stand at night. And this is why qiyamul layl is called qiyamul layl. What it means by standing, yani stand in prayer during the night. Qumil layl, and when he says layl, this means all the layl. And we'll see the exception that comes after it. Qumil layl, stand up all night in prayer. This is the order from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then immediately he says, Qumil layla. إِلَّا قَلِيلَ نِصْفَهُ أَوْ إِنْقُصْ مِنْهُ قَلِيلَ أَوْ زِدْ عَلَيْهِ For these are the three states of Qiyam al-Layl. Qiyam al-Layl was obligatory upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when it first came down. It was obligatory upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and it was also obligatory upon the Sahaba and then it was نُسِخَت نُسِخَت فِي حَقِّ الصَّحَابَ It was abrogated in the last ayah of this surah. For it only became obligatory في حق النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم. And as Aisha رضي الله عنها, she said, يعني the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم always used to stand in قيام الليل, except in the last year before he died, he used to pray قيام الليل while sitting down صلى الله عليه وسلم. And we know that it is obligatory upon the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم and not on his ummah because Allah سبحانه وتعالى he says in سورة الإسراء ومن الليل فتهجد به نافلة لك. And from the night, pray with it, yani the Qur'an, as an additional prayer for you. Nafilatan laka. And nafila is an additional prayer, laka. So when he says laka, one of the opinions is that this is specific to the Prophet wasallam and not to his ummah. Illa qalila, yani pray all the night except for a little bit. And this little bit that you do not pray is so that you can rest your body and your body can take its share of sleep and rest. Qumil layla illa qalila. نصفه أو انقص منه قليلا أو زد عليه ورتل القرآن ترتيلا نصفه أو انقص منه قليلا أو زد عليه These are the three states of قيام الليل that the Prophet ﷺ has been ordered with. For the first one is نصف الليل. نصف الليل is half the night. You stand up in قيام الليل. And then the other one is أوينقص منه قليلا أوينقص من النصف. That means you pray a little less than the half. يعني less than so it becomes a third. أو زد عليه أو زد عليه يعني زد على النصف. Increase a little bit more on the نصف so that it becomes two thirds. So the three states are نصف الليل or نقص which is a little bit less which is one third أو زد عليه a little bit more than the half which becomes two thirds. For these are the timings of Qiyam al-Layl. For either way, there is no hardship on the Prophet ﷺ. There is nothing against him that Allah will call him to account if he prays a little bit less than the half or he prays a little bit more than the half ﷺ. نصفه أو انقص منه قليلا أو زد عليه ورتل القرآن ترتيلا أو زد عليه ورتل القرآن ترتيلا and when you stand up in your Qiyam al-Layl and recite the Qur'an with a measured recitation, this is what tartil is. A tartil is to recite the Qur'an in a measured and يعني, a slow manner, as we'll come to see in the hadith of the Prophet So as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-Isra, وَقُرْآنًا فَرَقْنَاهُ لِتَقْرَأَهُ عَلَى النَّاسِ عَلَى مُكْثٍ He said, وَقُرْآنًا فَرَقْنَاهُ Faraqnahu means we split it up. It didn't come all down in one go. It's been divided up and then it came down gradually, not all at once. وَقُرْآنًا فَرَقْنَاهُ لِتَقْرَأَهُ عَلَى النَّاسِ عَلَى مُكْثٍ That you may recite it to the people عَلَى مُكْثٍ يعني at a slow pace. 
so that people will understand it and you do not read it like Hadhu Shi'r as Ibn Mas'ud said Hadhu Shi'r is you recite it like you recite poetry very fast for you do not recite it like Hadhu Shi'r and you do not do Tamtit like the Qur'an do these days where they subhanallah they elongate the Qira'a so so long that it's subhanallah you cannot you don't even know what you're reading anymore for Tartil is essentially to recite in a measured way by giving every harf its haqq by giving every harf its haqq and mura'at al-wuquf and knowing when to stop and as the Prophet he used to stop at every ayah and sometimes within an ayah you need to know where to stop and where to resume from this is all from a tartil and as Sheikh al-Barraki said for reciting in this manner has a greater impact on the heart and helps in reflection on the meanings of the Quran and it also enables a person to fulfill yani, this great act of worship with focus when they are reciting the Quran and as yani, some of the Sahaba said, when you're reciting the Qur'an, don't look to finish the Surah. Don't yani, skip pages ahead say, how, how much longer do I have to finish the Surah? But read in a measured way and make sure you are focusing on what you are reading and make sure your heart is attentive while you are reciting the Qur'an. For this is what Tartil is. And yani, regarding the Prophet ﷺ recitation of the Qur'an, Aisha radiallahu anha, she narrates, كَانَ يَقْرَأُ بِالسُورَةِ فَيُرَتِّلُهَا حَتَّى تَكُونَ أَطْوَلَ مِنْ أَطْوَلَ مِنْهَا for the Prophet ﷺ, he used to read a surah, he used to recite the chapter slowly, so much so that it would be more than chapters that were actually larger than it. For, for, for example, when he would recite Surah Al-Layl, it would feel like he was reading Surah Al-Infitar. It would feel longer than a longer surah. This is how measured he would be in his recitation. For Aisha anha, she said that when he would recite the surah, it would, would appear to be longer than even a longer surah. And also it is sunnah to beautify the Qur'an when you are reciting the Qur'an, but this does not fall under the tartil. It's to beautify your voice when you are reciting the Qur'an. As the Prophet wasallam he said, Zayyunul Qur'ana bi aswatikum. Beautify the Qur'an with your voices. With your voices, yes? أو زد عليه ورتل القرآن ترتيلا إنا سنلقي عليك قولا ثقيلا this is the justification of why the Prophet should pray in the night because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to send down upon him qawl thaqeel and this is referring to the Quran a heavy word it is a heavy word the Prophet needs to pray these extra raka'at in the night so that it is easy for him to receive this qawl thaqeel to receive this Quran to receive the revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this qawl thaqeel that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to yulqi, that he's going to cast upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, is the Qur'an. Essentially it is the Qur'an. And the heaviness of the Qur'an can be interpreted in one of two ways and both of them are correct. For the first one is, yani the implementation of the Qur'an is heavy. The awamir and the nawahi are heavy. And the nafs doesn't like it very much. It's very hard on the nafs. For mathalan, the nafs doesn't like to get up for fajr in the morning, it wants to sleep and relax, and the nafs doesn't want to go jihad, it wants to preserve its life. And as the Shaykh al-Barraqi said, also calling to the haqq, calling to these awamir and nawahi are hard. For subhanAllah, if people are accustomed to a particular way and they're following their fathers and you come and tell them, follow the haqq, this is very difficult on them, and their reaction is not going to be easy. You have to bear this for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and this is not easy, it is heavy. And then the second way to understand this qawl thaqil is physical heaviness. Yani when the Qur'an was being revealed to the Prophet wasallam, there are ahadith which indicate that it was heavy upon the Prophet wasallam. For Zayd ibn Thabit narrates that the Prophet wasallam was dictating to him because Zayd ibn Thabit was from Kutab al-Qur'an. 
Yes, he was dictating to him the Quran. And Zayd ibn Thabit, he says, Unzila ala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa fakhidahu ala fakhidhi. That his fakhidh, his thigh was on my thigh. فَثَقُلَتْ عَلَيَّ حَتَّى خِفْتُ أَنْ تُرَضَّ فَخِذِي And then my thigh became very heavy. My thigh became very heavy while the revelation was being sent down to the Prophet ﷺ. I felt that my thigh was going to fracture and break. Yes, that's the amount of weight that was on the fakhid, on the thigh of Zayd ibn Thabit that was coming from the thigh of the Prophet ﷺ. For it was very heavy when it came down. And as Aisha radiallahu anha, she also narrates, لَقَدْ رَأَيْتُهُ يَنزِلُ عَلَيْهِ فِي الْيَوْمِ الشَّدِيدِ الْبَرْدِ فيفصم عنه وإن جبينه لا يتفصد عرقا. That I saw the revelation coming down on him on an intensely cold day, and when it had left him, his forehead was dripping with sweat. His forehead, صلى الله عليه وسلم, was dripping with sweat on an intensely cold day. This is how heavy the revelation was when it came down to him, صلى الله عليه وسلم. إن سنلقي عليك قولا ثقيلا. إِنَّ نَاشَأَةَ اللَّيْلِ هِيَا شَدُّ وَطْأً وَأَقْوَمُ قِيلًا فَإِنَّ نَاشَأَةَ اللَّيْلِ نَاشَأَةَ اللَّيْلِ The نَاشَأَةَ or the verb نَاشَأَةَ It means to rise or to commence or to appear or even to grow For the نَاشَأَةَ of the night is referring to its hours and times Because they rise and they appear and they commence at their appointed times مثلا نصف الليل أو ثلث الليل أو سدس الليل whatever the timing may be it eventually appears at its appointed time and then it will start and similarly the prayers which are prayed in the night يعني قيام الليل follow these times and were thus given its names they also follow these times فمثلا you pray نصف الليل and you pray ثلث الليل and you pray ثلثي الليل for these times that you pray Qiyamul Layl, they became the name of Qiyamul Layl. فَإِنَّ نَاشِئَةَ Layl is referring to the Qiyamul Layl itself. This is another name of Qiyamul Layl. نَاشِئَةُ Layl. فَنَاشِئَةُ Layl, Qiyamul Layl, هِيَ أَشَدُّ وَطْأً وَطْأً, it can carry two meanings. And both of them are correct. For the first one is There is conformity. The heart conforms with the tongue. There is a conformity between the heart and the tongue. Sometimes when we pray during the day, there's a detachment between the heart and the tongue. There's no conformity between it. For when you pray Qiyam al-Layl, it is Ashaddu Wat'an. There is more conformity in between the tongue and the heart in the recitation of the Qur'an. Because the night is a time of yani, tranquility and there is no noise and there is no distractions during the night. For it is easier for you to concentrate on your Qira'ah. This is the first meaning. That it is Ashaddu Muwafaqatan. Yani there is muwafaqa between the qalb and the lisan. There is muwafaqa between the tongue and the heart when you are reciting the Qur'an. And then the second meaning, I think that this is the one in your translations. Yani the prayer at night is heavy. Wat'atan yani takalluf, it is heavy. It is heavy to pray qiyam al-layl because during the night your body craves sleep and your body craves rest. For it is very hard on the nafs. For the one who occupies their night with worship has shouldered a very heavy burden. It's not something easy that they are doing. Faith can mean either one of these. وَأَقْوَى مُقِيلَ Also, the recitation that you recite of the Qur'an during the night. أَقْوَى مُقِيلَ أَقْوَى مُقِيلَ يعني more suitable and more correct in its speech. Yes, for this is what أَقْوَى means. يعني upright, more upright in speech. And essentially what this is referring to, يعني the recitation of the Qur'an at night during the prayer is clearer. Yes, and it is not likely to have mistakes in your qira'ah, in your reading when you're reciting at night. Because again, the night is a time of yani, quietness and tranquility and there is nothing to distract you. 
and your heart is not occupied with the things that occupies it during the day from family and work and, and all these other mashaghil that you might have, your heart is clear at night. This is why your recitation is more likely to be clear and more likely to be correct. Al-Fawaid wal-Ahkam 1. The affection, the talattuf from Allah to His Messenger by addressing Him with the condition that He is in. The talattuf of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon His Messenger. Ya ayyuhal muzzammil. He called him by the state that he was in. He was muzzammil. He was wrapped up in his clothes. Two, that sleeping and being wrapped up in garments is not befitting for the one who carries the message of Allah, which is why Allah ordered the Prophet ﷺ to pray at night. Three, Allah's promise to his messenger that he will send down upon him Quran, which contains rulings which are difficult. Yes, inna sanulqi alayka qawlan thaqila. And we said one of the meanings of qawl thaqil, yani the takalif, the rulings of the sharia which are heavy. Yes, the orders and the prohibitions, they are heavy. Four, that when the Prophet ﷺ received the revelation, it was physically heavy upon him. This is the other meaning of inna sanulqi alayka qawlan thaqila. It is actually physically heavy on him. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Five, the virtues of qiyamul layl, whereby Allah ordered the Prophet ﷺ to pray it. He said, Qum al-layl, it's an order. For whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala orders, there is virtue in it. Whereby Allah ordered the Prophet ﷺ to pray it and informed that reciting the Qur'an while standing at night is better for understanding it and clearer in reciting it. If you want to engage with the Qur'an in the best way, is to recite it at night in Qiyamul layl Six, that the conformance of the heart and tongue are sought after in the Sharia, particularly in the Salah. And this is best achieved during Qiyamul layl that the conformance of the heart and tongue are sought after in the Sharia. Matloob. Yes, that, that you, when you say something, it comes from your heart. Especially in the Salah. You know what you are reciting in your Salah. And you reflect on the Adhkar in the Salah. And when you recite the Quran in your Salah, there's an engagement with your heart. It is not just something on your tongue. Although your Salah may be mujzi, it will suffice. But you lose some of the reward, as the Prophet ﷺ, he said, مثلاً, a person prays and they leave their salat and they've only received a tenth of the reward or a ninth or an eighth or a seventh or a sixth or a fifth or a, or, or a fourth yes, or a third or a, or a half yes, all depending on the level of khushur all depending on the level of connection between their heart and their tongue that the conformance of the heart and tongue are sought after in the, in the sharia particularly in the salah and this is best achieved during qiyam al-layl سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك اشهد ان لا اله الا انت استغفرك واتوب اليك وجزاكم الله خيرا